Blessings, blessings, great men and women of God. This is Apostle Stephanie Greathouse, one of God's oracles and one of his generals, reaching out for Bible study from Jehu Spirit of Truth Church, Warner Robins, Georgia, in the great U.S. of A. Can we bow our heads for prayer? God, we are so grateful to be able to meet you here today together and to be in your presence. We know it's a gift. Help us never lose sight that it is a gift. While we're here together studying your word, we ask that you open our ears and our hearts to what it is you're wanting to teach us this day. Help us to see things through your eyes and not our own lens of limited understanding. We want to know you more of you, God. Thank you for showing us who you are and helping us to understand and walk in your love. What we learn here today, we want to be able to act on. Don't let it become just a mere head knowledge, but shape our minds, hearts, and actions according to your word. Show us how to honor you and to love others well with what we learn. Help us to learn them well with what we learn in Jesus mighty name amen amen now we're gonna go ahead to and allow minister Nikita to come forward and to teach us what she needs to teach us about this week's lesson amen saints amen the prophet tells the future the Prophets Tell the Future is a four-lesson study. The first lesson explores how Mark uses Jeremiah's words about the cleansing of the temple. In the second lesson, John uses Jeremiah and Zechariah to emphasize that Jesus as the Messiah is both priest and king. The third and fourth lessons come from Luke who revisits Hosea and Isaiah concerning Jesus' death and resurrection. There are certain places we might go but feel unwelcome. We might accidentally walk into a place where people are meeting and realize we have made a mistake. We should not have those feelings when we walk into the house of God. There should be a feeling of security and peace because we are walking into God's sanctuary. In Isaiah 56 and seven, the Lord told the prophet Isaiah, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. Christians should remember this verse and honor the true purpose of God's house. Our place of worship should be sacred and holy. Amen. 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 Isaiah 56. And it reads, these I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. Now back into the hands of Minister Nikita. Amen. Thank you, Apostle Greathouse, Oracle of God, one of God's generals. We love you so much. 
And let's continue. Jeremiah also received a word from the Lord about God's house. Jeremiah's message was not Jeremiah's message, amen. Jeremiah's message was not a joyous one. It encouraged the people to acknowledge their sins and change their ways and begin to live right. The Israelites had turned from God and were doing whatever they wanted to do. They were neglecting and ignoring God's commands. They assumed that no other nation could hurt them because they were God's chosen people. Jeremiah prophesied to the people that their sins had followed them into God's temple. Has this house, which is called by name, become a den of robbers in your sight? You know I too am watching, says the Lord. And that is Jeremiah 7 and 11. The same way that thieves feel safe when they are in hiding is how the Israelites felt about their sins while hiding in the temple. Jeremiah reminded them that their sins would not stay hidden in the house of God. God watches and is fully aware of people's wrongdoings. Amen. 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 Jeremiah 7, verse 11. Has this house, which is called by my name, become again robbers in your sight? I too am watching, says the Lord, back into the hands of minister of the gospel, Nikita Bruton. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you for that word. While Jesus was on earth, he encountered the same issues that the people of God had in Jeremiah's day. When Jesus entered the temple, he found that many people were dishonoring the temple by using it as a place to make money for themselves. Jesus was very angry. Jesus quoted the verses from the prophet Isaiah and Jeremiah saying the people were making God's house in a den of robbers. That's in Mark 11 and 17. Just like their ancestors, the Jewish people had forgotten the true purpose of the temple. The temple was to be used as a sanctuary for prayer and healing. They had forgotten to honor God's house. Amen. 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 Mark 11 and 17. He was teaching and saying, is it not written? My house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations, but you have made it a den of robbers. Amen. Thank you again, Apostle Greyhouse. Think about it. Coming into the house of God means coming into the presence of God. Although we are always in God's presence, a church is a place specifically dedicated to worship our God. He will lovingly pursue his people to draw them closer to him. God does not want us to hide from him. He knows all about us. 
God's intention for his house is to be used as a place of prayer, preach, and spiritual intimacy with him. It is not a haven for covering one's sins. Jesus was very angry, but he had a right to be angry. The temple, the place of worship and sacredness was being misused. The people were doing whatever they wanted in the temple. Do you get angry when you see people dishonoring God's house? God's house is to be a sanctuary for anyone who desires to come before the Lord in worship. Amen. And now we have some true or false questions. Number one, true or false, God does not like his temple misused. Number two, people who misused the temple were called robbers. Number three, Jesus was happy about the sellers in the temple. Number four, God's house should be called a house of music. Number five, Jeremiah prophesied to the people about what God would do. Number six, the crowd was amazed at Jesus' teaching. Number seven, no one is invited into God's house. And number eight, we should respect and honor God's temple. Man. And now we have the answers. Number one is true. Number two is true. Number three is false. Number four is false. Number five is true. Number six is true. Number seven is false. And number eight is true. Man, and now we're going to pass it back over to Apostle Stephanie Greathouse. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. We're going to close out the Bible study. What a wonderful Bible study for the young people, for them to understand the same things as we understand what pleases and don't please God. Dear Heavenly Father, Thank you for guiding this group in our study of your holy word. We have genuinely been edified through the words of your servants found in the Holy Bible. We are so grateful to have your word here on earth so that we can better ourselves and learn more about you. We are also grateful for the wisdom each member of the group shared. Please help us acknowledge and remember the messages of fellow Christians have shared in this meeting. We are grateful for their presence and support. We are grateful to have this community of Christians to strengthen us. God, please touch each and every one of our hearts with the message we have studied this day. Teach us about charity, faith, endurance, and love by touching our hearts as we remember these words we read tonight. Give us the courage to act wisely and kindly as servants of God and representatives of Jesus Christ. Lord, as we go our various ways after this meeting, please bless us that we will travel safely and go on the paths of goodness. We humbly offer this prayer in gratitude and faith in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. 
Amen. Till we meet again.